0: This is Table Talk, your premier competitive Warhammer 40k Houston podcast. We review new content and releases, interview some of the brightest minds in Houston 40k, and talk gameplay and tactics to help you level up your Warhammer 40k game. This is a Team Eden production sponsored by Eden Games. Now for your Table Talk host, Chad Stubblefield.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Table Talk. As always, I am your host, Chad Stubblefield. Thank you all for joining us. So uh, Table Talk is a Team Eden production sponsored completely by Eden Games and Rexers Lasers. Make sure you go to edengames.com where you can find all your wargaming, hobbying needs, uh, D&D, board games, shipping's free past $100. Uh, so that's super nice, and they can ship worldwide. Make sure you also check out rexerslasers.com where you can find all of Joey's amazing game aids, terrain. I mean, I... I, how do you? I, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Jamie. Jamie, thanks for being here. Yeah. How do you uh, personally plug Rexer's Lasers? Because I've had my spiel, and oh, I know that I know that y'all do it too. Yeah, so I just want to hear what do you love about it's them so, so
2: much. easy because I use all of his stuff. Um, I have wound counters. I have a score tracker. I have judgment tokens. Need a carrying tray? He's uh, got yeah, it. Like yeah. I have, <laughs> have his carrying tray. Like literally, I have every product. Um, you know, we run the, we run two events out of dragon's layer a year. All of our terrain was done by them. Like it's so easy, um, to just, you know, I, I, show off everything that I have and I say, Hey, everyone asks, where did you get that? Let me tell you about Rexer's lasers. <laughs> 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 and it's, it's just such an easy, it's an easy sell cause they make great products. They're great people. Um, I can't say enough glowing things about it. Yeah.
1: If you're at an event, especially the Texas ones, yeah. and uh, the FLG event they were they were out at yeah. last year even, yeah. so yeah, just walk by are, the
2: booth. Yeah, I think they're at every single Texas event. Um, yeah, every single Texas event, they have a booth. they nice. have their stuff there. Um, yeah, it's great. They're going to be at, at Upcoming? Our, yeah, Upcoming. they're going to be at ours uh, in two weeks. Um, the Dragon's Slayer, uh, It's uh, the Heroic Scale Gamers Houston Open. Uh, at Dragon's Lair North here in Houston, um, 17th and 18th. It's six rounds over two days. Uh, it's pretty chill. We've got uh, 64 max players. Uh, I think we're getting close to 40 um, last time I checked, which was yesterday. Um, and if you want a chance to get in a good, a good early score, this is a great place to come. Um, it's a lot of fun. Everyone's had a really good time with our October event. This is our second one here coming up in February. Um, so yeah, if you want to come, uh, check out com. That's our website. You can purchase the tickets right off the website, and we'll get you registered, and we'll see you there.
1: Does that, uh, your, the website, does that link everybody to the uh, the YouTube and everything yep. like that? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Plug it links, all that stuff right? Yeah, it links
2: our YouTube channel. We also have Facebook. We've got Instagram, all that stuff. I'm not much on the social media. Nathan takes care of most of, most of that for me. Um, he's, our, he's my partner. Um, I'm really honestly, I, I help run the cast at the. Uh, we, we cast our own games at our events, and I help run the cameras and do a little bit of the shout casting. Um, what's really nice is with this event, we actually have two judges that are going to judge for us so that both me and Nathan can shout cast the games nice. for the entire event. That'll weekend. be really nice. Yeah. yeah, so it'll be really cool. Um, we're both pretty knowledgeable. I mean, I've only been playing this game for 30 years. <laughs> Only. Uh, only. I mean, you've only been playing longer than I've almost been alive. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Uh, like I said, I can't say enough about, about enough about Joey Rexer and Rexer's Lasers. Um, and, and games, man, they put kind on of a good show. Uh, if you happen to be in the Houston area, the first Saturday of every month, they run a tournament. It is worth coming out to. The guys are great. The terrain's wonderful. It's a good experience. Thank you. Yeah, no problem.
1: And, uh, Jamie,
2: last question. How do you say your last name? Purozolo. It's right, exactly Rizzo. how it looks. It's really funny because it seems intimidating, Yeah, um, but it's, it's actually exactly as it looks. So many O's and consonants. yes man.
1: it's, it's all the consonants. Yeah. Everyone's
0: like,
1: whoa. <laughs> uh, speaking of last names I can't pronounce, David is here with us. David, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. How do you pronounce your last name? You your last name? Sokolowski. Cool. I actually knew that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, And what is that? Is that like Polish or something? Uh, it's, it's Polish, Polish mix. Yeah, yeah. Polish. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Polish special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime they put ski on the end, you know? It's, it's automatic, automatic. polack. So what I wanted to talk to you all about and what we're going to be doing going forward is during our first Saturday of the month, because we post podcast episodes on Sunday, any games that finish early or any people that are, you know, in feels bad or just got tabled like Jamie did, we can bring them in here because they finished the around early and just have a discussion and yeah. talk about, talk about Arcs of Omen or the, the game that they had specifically. So. I want to throw it first because I think that David has a really interesting thing. I, you don't need to go over the whole list. Everybody knows what Space looks like. You just put shields back on things. We get it. But, Pretty much. Yeah. But, but yeah, you bought the Envil back. It's fine. And, they, and it was free in a lot of cases. So talk to us to. about
3: that. Yeah. So I had to buy Envil. This literally felt like when we first got back in the Ninth, everyone had to have a shield. Yeah. yeah. People who haven't played Arcs of Omen yet, you'll understand how much armor contempt helped. And how much it hurts without... Having some kind of invulner, something to help your save. Because it really... My first practice game, I literally was picking up models off the table. Like, ooh, I need shields. Yeah. I need all my shields back.
1: It's crazy when everybody figures out that intercessors are worthless. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're they're still... I've, I have them. They're still sitting there. <laughs> I have never... The first two units that I thought was blown the dust off were intercessors and inceptors. Well, we know how well inceptors went. They got nerfed <laughs> yeah. immediately. Um, so in my army, after arcs of Omen change I got roughly... 500 and some points back. Yeah. And most of my army changed. Nothing. What that was, all the free upgrades. Everything I could take for free, all the stuff I could take for free, the discount to the units, bringing better units in that replaced, like, in uh, infiltrators and inceptors. Or um, incursors. So I brought more infiltrators, got rid of my incursors, most of them. And that was, what, free, like, 50 points right there. Yeah. Just bringing them in into Helix Gauntlet and... That made a matter an army. <coughs> yeah. Shooting up with the helix gone you're like, oh, two damage like nope I negate. I'm like, I've never done this before. So For for all
1: the Marine players out there, I wanna give you kind of a retrospective on other armies kind of examination of the points changes that happen. So uh hey, I'm here. Let's let's use me as an example. So for my Craftworld's army, all of my the Shroud Runners went down, which cool, they're phenomenal, especially ignoring cover, people don't have armor and contempt anymore. Stuff is cool. I mean it's kinda Lateral shift, good that they're cheaper. Um, but all of the Psychers, uh, all the mainline Psychers went up in points. Um, so that didn't feel great. And uh, for my other army, Harlequins, well, they not only saw some points increases, I mean, literally points doubling on some of their best pivotal rolls, but they also saw their four up in one go to a five up. And uh, other armies across the game, such as yours, can now just buy four up in loans for free and so and so there's there's the kind of examinations like not only did points go up over here but like this army got brought down a peg and then this army gets to buy the perks of other armies mostly for free at this point um do you feel like uh before we go to jamie do you feel like that points make giving free upgrades
3: is a good balancing mechanic because i know people are mixed on that I think it was just an easy, cheap way for Games Workshop to balance it out. I really do. That's I think fair. they didn't want to really rework it all before a new edition. So they said what's the best way to try to balance the bottom tiers is to just give free stuff away. Yeah. I mean, they thought that was just the easiest way, which it's working. It's great. So many people are bringing stuff that they had <coughs> or buying stuff for all the little bits for, oh, I've never had a Melta, a Hammer, all this stuff. But I don't think it really was. It's nice and all, but I don't really think... We could have done something different. I really think that they could have reworked it differently. Brought brought something else in, try to boost something else up. I'm sure there could have been something, but I'm not going to mind it. it. It's nice. And then with the free points upgrades, it brings more units for me to the table. I've just outnumbered at uh, least VOTAN army. I have more marine units than a VOTAN army right now, and that's because of everything. But I it's good on some. They could have just done a nerf. They couldn't have just given it all free. They could have found out a better way to... Probably up here, down here. They could have probably took the time to balance it better. All right, so I like it, Jamie. Talk to us about uh, league, not only leaks of
2: botan,
1: but uh, go over the game for us. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. So it, it was it was tough. It was it was very difficult. Um, going up against an army that's faster than me is already a detriment um, because I am very slow. Um, so board control is very very hard to to grasp. Um, even going first, um, I either have to move closer which makes it more danger, or I have to play cautiously, um, and then on top of that, he had me by 500 points. I lost almost 100 points with my change to Arcs of Omen and the Data Slate. So I lost points, you gained points, you ended up outnumbering me by almost 12 models, yep. um, which counts for about 24 to 30 extra wounds. Because your guys are at least two wounds apiece, In some cases, they were three. Yeah. Um, all of the free war gear and everything else. Um, yeah, it's it's really really difficult. Um, I'm unfortunately still paying for terrible rules writing by Games Workshop, um, and I and I say that with I say that with a, with some apprehension because I understand when they were originally testing this, they were testing it against the biggest baddest thing on the block, and it seemed balanced. And I agree that it might have been. I don't know. I never actually got a chance to play with the full rules. Um, By the time I had started building my models, uh, they had already nerfed us with points and rules. Um, Right, yeah. And now we've been nerfed with points yet again. Um, And you're right. Points are the easiest way to put a quick fix in for something that needs a leg up um, because you don't have to do anything with rules. It's literally just, here's more toys. With more toys, it should be a little bit harder for you to get taken off the board, um, and give you the ability to do more damage. Um, I have no problem with the extra points. Actually, um, I think Space Marines heavily needed it. You take away those five hundred points, and that game is totally different. I've um,
1: I've, I've been laughing at yeah, Space I mean, Marines as as a super. I lost this that game
2: by thirty seven points, and you take away those five hundred points of gear and it's the opposite so we we played originally what a few months ago yeah, not even months four ago. months
3: ago before all this yeah and we were very it came down to a one point swing yeah and it was very it was very, it was tough. very close it yeah. was very close
2: it was a very good game it was very well fought and, and yeah like it was literally if one thing had gone slightly different for either player it changes the way the game worked in this game it was over by turn four so the mission
1: was mission 11 which is recover the relics. Yeah. Um, Which isn't a
2: bad one for me, actually, because I played banners, I was able to put up three banners early, I was able to hold three banners for almost three turns.
1: You can have a lot more obsec than most armies. Yeah, so it
2: it did give me some, it gave me some opportunity to score some points, but (laughs) um, attrition just hurt too much. Like, at one point in time, I had like 12 models on the board in turn four. Yeah, yeah. Um. And at that point, it's just we're just we're we're literally playing it out to see what's David going to finish at, and what can I possibly scrape out in points? Yes. Yeah. There, there was no competition in those last two
0: turns.
1: Uh, David, talk to us. I, I know that I get to a point where it kind of clicks that I'm ahead, and I push right because if you if you have a points advantage, you should do everything to not only maintain but just push your opponent out of the game further if you're that ahead. Um. Did you, wait, what turn did you feel like
3: that? Because I, I saw you. You like you left your home objective. You went full hog, yes. like straight straight into his face. So that was from turn two, because I went second. So that was the end of my turn two to turn three. Turn two, when I brought in my drop pod, I started popping one truck, almost killed another one, started dealing with the bikes, picked up one of his obsec units on one side of the board, and then I picked up eight out of the ten, the the... The little pretend terminators for yes. the Botan? Yeah. And Eight out of nine. Eight out of nine. Eight out of nine. nine yeah. Eight out of nine. And I picked that up and I went, okay, I can't put my, I can't let off the gas no. and I got to push hard here. Because yeah. he will swing. He will shoot. I can't stop shooting. Botan shooting is worse than town and hurting yeah. me. So I had no choice. I had to push, make him have to pick too many targets. And if he can't nuke everything that's a priority, I'm still in his face. And that's what happened. By turn three. I was able to get more Wolfen in his face, get my chaplain around the board, start picking up the other side by your
2: call, yep. by those troops. Yeah, you you had five units with Storm Shields.
3: Yes. Yeah. And then I still had my Blade Guard running up the middle with the Judiciar. I had Wolfen. I had Jump Pack guys jumping the other side. with. I pretty much
2: swarmed one side. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. Did, didn't one of your Jump Pack units have Storm Shields too? I had one shield. Oh, one shield, okay.
3: Oh, yeah, no, the uh, the one guys that jumped, the one, the first ones you picked
2: up, they had storm shields. Yeah. Yeah, that so was the six, first. Six units. <laughs> yeah, lots of shields. Six, six, two plus, four plus, yeah, that's, my, my shooting's good. It's not that good, unfortunately. Yeah, um,
3: but, I mean, that was about about when I just put the gas down and I said I got to go in. Like people always say, ABCs, always be charging. Yep. Yeah. So that's all it well, is. Especially
2: with Space Wolves. Yeah. Yes, especially with Space Wolves. But
3: I couldn't, I didn't, I was too scared to throw too much out because I remember after our first game, When I was like, oh, okay, let me try, and he picked up, and I went, uh, no, uh, I gotta hide, I gotta hide good. Well, Jamie, when did you they
1: in the game? Was it around that same time period that you were like, oh no, and oh, I knew, I knew, yeah, yeah, turn three, I knew the
2: game was over. Um, okay. They, so, and what do
1: you what do you what's your advice to people in that kind of position? I mean,
2: Oh, you just got to play it out. Like yeah. it, in the end. So here's what happens too many times and, and we've seen it on streams, at major events, you know, you get to that point and they just want to talk it out. Oh, when um, someone's mathematically ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's it it ju- you just should finish the game. You're there, you've paid your money. I'm there to play all the time I can because um, I only get so much time to play this game because as we all know life gets in the way of hobby. Um, so I'm going to take full advantage of every minute. I mean, we knew the game was over, but it was worth playing out. Because if we had talked it out, honestly, I don't know if I would have gotten to
3: 56 points. No, because uh, the way we talked it out, we talked a few combats like, okay, you're going to pick this one up. Okay, we, we agree on that one. We'll let's see, see this one. Yeah, see what Because you got more points at the end for
2: right. killing more stuff. Like, I need to see it. I went, absolutely, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, like there's there are certain things you can talk out. Like I had, he had... Uh, four uh, wolf in with uh, Thunderhammers into a single bike with three wounds on it. We don't have to roll that one out. Yeah. We, we know yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on there. Yeah. But what did matter was I had three Berserks yep. which were going to die, mm-hmm. uh, but I had the opportunity of picking up six extra wounds, which actually ended up netting me two points. Nine. Te- technically, oh, you, sorry, nine, yeah, yes. you killed nine? Correct. Nine. And then it ended up netting me two points because it gave me enough to get a point and the bonus point. Yes. And the thing is, is that if you just pick it up, you just never know where you're going to be.
3: And in a tournament setting where points start every to matter, point every point matters, yeah. especially you get one loss. Cool. That could still be a top 10 placement, especially in a easily. 5 and one tournament. Yeah,
1: easily.
3: And, well, in there's been a lot of times that
1: the game is close, but, hey, this person's probably at, like, a projected 98. This person's probably at a projected 80. But let me tell you, there's four turns of dice in between that. That's that can throw that completely yeah. off. Yeah.
2: Uh, When he charged, so he charged, I overwatched with the Hearth Guard, which were 27 attacks with full rerolls. Sixes are all I care about because sixes to hit are mortal wounds, and I did two mortal wounds. Yeah. Which technically, with 27 dice rerolling everything according to the math, which don't ever listen to the math, people. Don't ever listen to the math. math. (laughs) But I should have gotten six or seven, and I got two. Yep. And that was the difference. Because if I get six or seven, and I pick up three and a half of those, those Terminators are still alive. But because I didn't, I had one guy left. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that was the difference.
1: Nice. David, do you feel like um, you're at... People were talking about the melee marine disadvantage going forward comparative to their their shooty brethren. Do you feel like that's even remotely true?
3: No. It depends on how you play. You can have the most shooty... You can have an Iron Hands list out there right now. Everyone knows that's the meta right now. And you could just sit there, and if you don't play it right, you're still going to get tabled by some... Knucklehead with space wolves running, running circles around you. Yeah. Okay. If the you Blood see... Angels
1: player with a whirlwind. Correct. Yeah. Blood
3: Angels with a whirlwind, plus one to charge. You still have to play the game. Yeah. If it, you can't see
2: it, you can't shoot it. Right. I don't care how many guns you have. If, if you, can't, you can't get line of sight to these things, it doesn't matter how many guns you're shooting with. Correct. And, and that was the thing. Use terrain to your advantage. Yep. Use your advance rolls. Yes. Reroll an advance roll if necessary. Like, there were, David played an exceptional game, his movement was exceptional. His placement was exceptional, and because of that, he stomped a mud hole in my butt. That's just what happened. He played a very, very strong game, and he used every angle he could, which is what you have to do. Because if he doesn't, if he's sloppy with movement, if he's sloppy with placement, my army punishes that. So it was, it was, very, it was very nice to see on the other side someone who was playing very precise, who was making sure they were taking care of their models, and it, and it paid off. Like just because I can
3: move the fourteen inches, and if I go there, and all of a sudden, I'm like, ooh, that's going to open up to all that guns. Let me just move back, back, exactly. to, back behind here, and just survive yeah. one more turn. Yeah. yeah, and there were a couple
2: instances in where you did that, and it was yes. it was very well, very well thought out.
3: Thank you. So, uh, what other events do you, I'll start with David? What other events do you have on the horizon for you this year? I have the Rogue Scales Open at Dragons Lair coming up. Um, obviously, I think everyone in here is going to Clutch. That's more one of the clutch, biggest in yeah. Houston in the spring. Um, as yeah, far- a lot of the events fall kind of into the yeah. year. Yeah, so. so as far as that, for right now, we're still waiting on to see what happens with Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is up in the air. Um, I'm probably not going to make Antonio, But as far as I know, it's Pro Scales. I got Clutch, and I'm hoping for Dallas right now. Like I said, life and family getting in the way. I don't want to plan too much and have the wife remind me at knife point that I can't play this weekend. Yeah.
2: What about you, Jamie? Uh, unfortunately, um, I'm running. The uh, the Heroic Scale Open, um, so I won't be playing in that. Um, and I'm actually leaving the Houston area at the end of the month. Um, my job um, went away at what? the end of January. Yeah. Uh, this is my last event, actually. So I was really glad I got a chance to come out because I'm not going to get to see many of you guys after two weekends from now. I'm what? moving to New Jersey. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I had to take uh, a new job. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah it was it, it was an unfortunate life circumstance The uh, you know things happen um so but i will still be back twice a year to uh run my event with nathan um and i will try and make it down to some of the other events but my next big event is actually cherokee open frontline gaming in cool. um, Cherokee, yeah. north carolina yeah. Cool. <laughs> it'll be my second year there i really enjoyed it last year it is a great venue um, I actually lived in um, Tennessee for many years, and it is like a hour's drive from um, Knoxville to uh, Cherokee, North Carolina, cool. um, in the Smoky Mountains. And it's beautiful country. The um, hotels are great. The casino is great. Mm. It's a really awesome event. Um, unfortunately, after that, I don't know because work is going to... Take up a lot of my time, and then I have to come back in May to prepare the house so that I can move the girls. Because uh, my oh, wife yeah. and my daughter are going to have to stay here through the school year, obviously. Uh, oh. So yeah. So I'll be up there working by myself, coming back when I can, and then I'll be back in the spring to get the house prepared. Then once we sell the house, we'll make the permanent move up. So, but the um, nice thing is, is we're going to be about thirty minutes away from her family. Um, so you know. Her stepdaughter, my stepdaughter, Emmeline, will get a chance to see her grandparents every weekend. We'll have Sunday dinner, which is something that I enjoyed as a child. So now, being able to give her that opportunity is going to be fantastic. So, Priorities.
0: Yeah, Let absolutely. me tell you,
1: at uh, at my current job, the people in uh, uh, not the New Yorkers not the new yorkers <laughs> but the people the clients that we have in new jersey are some of the best people oh yeah that i have like ever spoken to they're super super cool I'm they're not like swamp dwelling people yeah. like people no, think they are I, they don't
2: live in the <laughs> sewers of new
1: york or anything yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I grew up in the northeast uh, it's good solid people up there i'm actually really looking forward to it we're gonna be about an hour from philly so I still have access to football, basketball, baseball. You hockey. got it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I'm They're an,
3: a special breed of fan there, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. four
2: hours away from New York City if <sighs> I ever want to go back up there. Um, yeah. I'm four hours <laughs> from my home, so I can see my sisters, my brothers, whenever I want. It's going to be a really good experience. Yeah, well, we could barely make it to San Antonio and Dallas in that time. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> so, Congratulations
1: <laughs> exiting Texas. Yeah, <laughs> like being no, and making it out of the
3: prison that is
1: the state. Well, yeah, and, and I'll be honest
2: with you. I am so looking forward to snow. I, I cannot tell you how long it's been. I've lived in the South now for the past, like, 28 years of my life. And uh, Texas is a special weather place. That's all uh, I'm going to say. Yeah. Special. You, know, you can take it. You can
3: have all the snow. After, yeah, no, I'm good. You can, you can keep it all. You can I'm going to have the... four seasons again. <sighs> Actually, four, four seasons. Four true seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and they're expanding everywhere, so he doesn't hey, even need to miss out on water. Right? And when their leaves fall, it's not pine needles <laughs> everywhere;
2: it's actually leaves. leaves. Actually yeah, not yes. pine needles, actual leaves. But oh, yeah, no, it was like I said, it was yeah. it was a great game. Arcs of Omen is very interesting. The the new detachment is really interesting. I like the options it allows. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have everything painted I needed. Um, I was literally finishing my last Nephilim LVO list the Wednesday night before. Getting on my flight Thursday morning. So, I've been furbishly painting over the last few days. So, when I go to Cherokee, I will actually have a new list that is tailored more to the Arcs of Omen and detachment. It takes a little bit of benefit of a few other things that I didn't have access to in my current list. Um, and actually, it, it actually will produce more mortal wounds. Ooh, that's, that, yeah. Which is, I'm hoping, is going to be a big plus I for me. Couldn't stop it. At yep. greater range, too. Yep.
1: All right. Well, I've got to go back out there and make sure that these these kids aren't killing each other. That's right. Uh, thank, There's only one table on yeah. fire. It's all good. Thank both of you all for coming coming in here. Yeah, and for us. yeah, it's nice, yeah. awesome. Just yeah. getting to talk about it. Uh, there may be another segment out after this, or the episode may just end. Uh, you will find out after this brief pause.
0: Thank you for listening to Table Talk. Join us each week for more competitive Warhammer 40k content, reviews, interviews and all-around strategy discussions. This is a Team Eden Production sponsored by Eden Games, located in Humble, Texas. For articles, coaching sessions and all your wargaming needs, go to eddengames.com. Your wargaming adventures begin here. edengames.com.